0: How can you reach your financial dreams? Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Today, we want to talk about an event coming up on June 9th called Better Credit, Better Communities. You can come for families to learn how to get out of financial debt, how to create steps in your life and plans in your life so that you can buy that home, maybe buy that car or other dreams that you might have financially pastor james kirkwood he is the president of the memphis christian pastors network posted something colonel on facebook and i saw it i said there's a go we've got to get this show on the radio how are you doing
1: i'm doing good thank you tyler for bringing us on this community credit fair is so important so that we can really have impact to make people's lives better And I met uh, Miss Jerry Curry. I was so excited. She called me and told me what they were doing. I was like, You got to be kidding me. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful.
0: Well, Jerry Curry, of course, is with Financial Federal. And we're so glad to have you here, Miss Jerry. Thanks for stopping by.
2: Thank you so much for inviting me. It's really exciting to be here and talk about the credit fair.
0: Now, you told me that you are Memphis homegrown. You went to Messick High School. Do you remember the Messick chant or anything about Messick?
2: I remember that we were the Panthers. The Panthers, that's right. Yes, our school colors were red and black. It was just a great time to be at the school. We uh, still have a lot of relationships and friends there. We are still Messick strong.
0: I'll tell you what, you know, there's some of these schools here, Colonel, in the city, and Messick's one of them. Yes. The alumni are still very tight. If you yes. went to Messick, I mean, you're part of a special thing, we're glad that you're here. So what about growing up here in Memphis, Jerry? Take us back to early days, your family life. What was life like for you?
2: Actually, what brought us to Messick was the opportunity to be a part of the first class of African-Americans that integrated that school. We were scheduled to attend Melrose, but we had the option of attending Messick. There was a group of us that made the conscious decision that we wanted to be a part of something that would be sustaining, and we attended Messick. I have fun memories of Messick. I enjoyed my time there. I had some great instructors, made some great friends, and also valuable business contacts that I still work with today.
0: Well, that was a big step for that group of people that made that decision. It was. What what about fears and reservations, thoughts that were going through your mind, that first day when you stepped on the campus?
2: First thought that I had was in all honesty that was 1970s and you know the 70s were a little turbulent in memphis coming behind the 68th death of dr martin luther king so we had some fears and we had some concerns but what we also had was a desire to build on what dr king embodied and that was understanding and recognizing that everybody was equal we did know a lot about anybody other than our community and we wanted to learn because we knew that going forward what we did would be a part of something that could benefit the community and it has and it has and that is
0: so awesome when we look at debt debt management. That's what you, of course, in your business, Financial Federal, not that that's the main focus of your work, but when people are caught in debt, stuck in the cycle, and they want to do better, they want to fulfill dreams, and they feel like they're trapped. So this event coming up on June 9th, it's kind of designed to pump some encouragement into people, isn't it?
2: It's designed to pump encouragement, but more so than that, we wanted to be a part of all of the collaboratives that are going on in the community. The City of Memphis has a program this summer for youth. They offer jobs to youth between the ages of 16 to 24. They've also expanded their parks and recreation initiatives. So we looked at what could we do strategically to help in alignment with what is going on in the city and other parts of the community. One of the things that helps when you feel like you are disenfranchised is to help empower individuals to understand this is what I can do to help move the needle on where I am to where I want to be.
0: Yes, and I'm glad you said that because I grew up here in Memphis, single-parent home, and I remember mom worked really hard for a Sears Roebuck company you right. know she had to be up real early in the morning down there at the Crosstown store which is now renovated but I remember her hard hard work just to provide for us absolutely and I remember when I was about 14 years old I said I want to work I want a job one guy had a pool company colonel and I remember one summer helping dig a swimming pool out there in the hot sun, you know. So he's looking at me like, you actually went out there. (laughs) I'm telling you, you know, we had to dig it by hand. You know, the backhoe came in, but then you have to go in by hand and get it all, level it. There you go. Absolutely, Uh, Jerry knows. And so uh, I remember doing that (laughs) one summer. But then I had these different little odd jobs, but I remember one time, got to get a regular job so there was a, I saw there was an opening at the bonanza steakhouse on summer avenue for bus boys and dishwashers i was only 14 so i called up there and talked to the manager he said well right now i'm filling out the schedule if you want to come up here well he didn't know how old i was i told i lied about my age i'm telling the truth right now i lied about my age and told him i was 16 i rode my bicycle up there put the application in and got hired and I remember starting off at $2.10 an hour. I just thought that was the greatest thing, you know. And occasionally you might get 25 cents, 30, 50 cents a tip if somebody left it on the table, you know. But the sense there, Jerry and Colonel, of I accomplished something, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Right. There's hard work associated with that.
2: For me, what I see now, because I grew up in a single family household, also when I lied about my age when I got my first job. <laughs> still kind of telling the story about my age. (laughs) But what I remember most was if you grew up in a single-family household, you needed to be a contributing member. It not only helped you understand finance at an early age and the significance of helping to pay bills, but it also fostered more of a family unit because you were all in it together. What we see now is there is more a sense of immediacy. I want what I want right now. And the hard work that goes into developing that is not there all the time. And that's one of the things that we want to provide education on is if you're having financial trouble, it didn't happen overnight. And we can't change it overnight. But what we can do is help you build those blocks that get you out of that situation so that your future looks brighter. What about
0: for you, Colonel? Where are you falling on this?
1: Uh, growing up, you just had to work. Also raised in a single parent home. I always wanted to buy my mom gifts. I always wanted to buy her things. So I would go and work. I would go cut grass. I would go hustle bottles. You know, because back then bottles had deposits. And they you did. I mean, that was one of my sons. And times. I just loved it when the thirty-two ounce bottles came because <laughs> they gave you a quarter for that bottle. And so I would just collect bottles. I would cut grass. I would work so that I could be able to buy my mom gifts. But my grandmother, my grandmother used to always say, "James, make sure you save your money. Don't spend all your money, James." When you grow up, you're going to have to take care of your credit, and your credit going to take care of you. Your credit is your word. People going to pay attention to your word. If you pay your bills, people will always give you more. You know? And so I grew up with that understanding that you just have to pay your bills and you have to take care of your credit and you have to save you some money. You know, and that's what my grandmom gave me. And that's what I like about this event, because I'm sitting there and I'm listening. I'm like, guys, this is beautiful. Because within our community, and I think, you know, I listen to even Dave Ramsey. And what I have found is nationwide, people just don't really understand financial matters. They don't understand how to take care of their money. Even within the church, though the Bible speaks about credit and money and taking care of your issues. You don't hear a lot of sermons on it. You don't hear us teaching it a lot. And so you have people in church that's in financial trouble and struggles. You have people who are working but their credit is messed up so they can't buy the house or they can't get a decent interest rate on a car. So this event is to help guide those people all right, to a place of solidity where they can absolutely be able to purchase that home or be able to purchase that car at a good interest rate. I talked to a young man not too long ago, and he said, bought me a new car, and I was like, really? I am so, so happy for him. I said, what was the interest rate? And he told me, 21. And I was like, Lord. Then I asked him, what's your credit score? And he was like, oh, man, God bless me. My credit score sucks, you know. And I'm like, yeah, and your interest rate sucks too, you know. And so this is a, this is a fair where we come together so that we can show him how you don't have to. You may have to wait a little while, all right. You may have to buy something else, secondhand car, until you can get that credit score to the place where you can purchase it. You may not be able to go out and buy your dream home. All right, but most of us, I think all three of us probably didn't start off in our dream home. We started off in our first home, whereas this was 50,000 dollars, but we was able to go in that home and not pay rent.
0: You know when I first got married talking about rent, my wife and I did rent a duplex, I was asking God to give us something free to 150 dollars a month. Somewhere that's about all my budget would go for. The rent for this one bedroom duplex was one hundred sixty five a month, and I thought, there's no way we can do this. Fifteen dollars more a month than what I thought we could pay, you know? But we did that and worked hard, met the payment. As our family grew, we had our first child and we had the refrigerator was in his bedroom and you know, you're just making all you're just making it work, Make you it know. Work. And that's what we did. And then we wanted to grow our family. But as we worked hard and God gave us opportunities for new jobs and and making a little bit better payment, we were able to move up to the next house that we rented. We didn't actually buy our first house until we'd been married like seven years. I know some people go a lot longer than that. But those first six, seven years, we were just paying rent and being faithful to make sure, like Colonel yes. said, pay those bills. And then there was this special loan that we got for first-time homebuyers, yes. you All know, right. things that happen like that. All and, you know, we never thought we would own our home like that, but God opened the door. Yes. You know, I saw you smiling big time, Jerry, when Colonel was talking about the church and the way the church sometimes sees finances. You got some thoughts there?
2: I have a few thoughts about it, and I agree with what the colonel has said with regard to the information that is disseminated through churches. There are spiritual institutions in this city that are more focused on telling you that God is good. They don't provide as much information if you will about understanding the dynamics of finance as they relate to the church i've always said that the church is the biggest non-profit for profit in the city because they do a lot of non-profit work but in order to do that work they also have to make a profit but the congregations need to be educated and and you're right as a banker there aren't too many Sundays that I can go to church and leave without someone asking me a financial question or they're having financial difficulties. So it takes more than just the understanding of the abundance of God and paying your tithes to move from the church back into the community. We are working with Pastor Kirkwood on that and hope to be integrated into what he is also doing with the churches to help them to become a little bit more expert at explaining that.
0: That's really needed, Colonel.
1: Yes, it is. It is. It really is. I sit in the meeting, and I look at all these bankers, and I'm like, God, this is just awesome. Because so oftentimes, I'm honest, when I first came to Christ, it was just about being saved and going to heaven, and then uh, I didn't go to heaven right quick you know i'm like finally i understood that kirkwood you gotta live this life on earth and you gotta walk out the dynamics of wisdom before me so that men can see it and so that men can see how god has blessed you and so i'm sitting in this room and i was like they have so much knowledge to pass on to the community When you look at Memphis and the poverty rate that is within Memphis, when you look at Memphis, when you see the negative turns when it comes to bankruptcy, that's because people really don't understand finances. They don't understand how to make their money work for them. So coming to the credit fair... You get to learn some things so that can move you forward in life. And it's going to be held at Mississippi Boulevard. That's a church getting involved. You know, Pastor Turner over there. They are so active within the community, they are active within the Memphis Christian Pastors Network. And they have opened their doors to this uh, workshop. It's going to be awesome And the church has opened its doors to financial institutions, partnering with financial institutions so that the people can get the knowledge so that they can really have that abundant life that God has promised us to have. And how we get it is with knowledge. When you really understand finances, you can do better with your finances, and you can really get the house or get the car or go into that business with an understanding of what it's going to take, you know, and they're not coming telling you this is going to be done overnight. Absolutely. They're telling you, it's steps you're going to have to take. you got to take these steps to yeah. correct that credit problem you have, or if you have that good credit, how to keep your score going, and then how to really purchase a house. It's going to be agencies there that can teach you how to purchase a house. When you look at rent, rent In the city, a good rental property is eight to a thousand dollars. Yes, it is. That's a lot of money. Man, ain't no way in the world. I'm like, no, that's house note money. Yeah. You know, and so you have a lot of people paying. $700, $800, $1,000 $700, and 800 $1,000 a month for rent, but their credit is bad so that they can't really go and purchase that house. But if they get some information, if they get somebody to grab them by the hand, and there will be agencies there that can grab them by the hand and walk them through the process so that they can purchase that home so that they don't have to pay rent, giving somebody else all that money. You can give it to yourself. That's right. It's yours.
0: That's right. Well, as you mentioned, there's going to be some other wonderful institutions helping at this credit fair, along with Financial Federal, where Jerry is. Jerry, I didn't get your title there.
2: I am vice president. And Community Development Officer for okay. Financial Federal. All right, yes. very well.
0: But along with uh, Jerry's organization, there also have a list of others that are going to be contributing. We have United Housing, Simmons Bank, Tri Bank of Memphis, Trustmark Bank, Frazier CDC, SunTrust Bank, CDFI Network, Tennessee Small Business Development Center. The National Association of Real Estate Brokers, yes. Realist will be there. Patriot Bank, Paragon Bank, First Tennessee, Rice Foundation, Bank Core South, Regions Bank, Operation Hope, Iberia Bank, Financial Federal, which we've got Dear Jerry here today, Pinnacle Financial Partners, City of Memphis Housing and Community Development, and Raleigh CDC. I mean, this is yes. incredible. What's even more incredible, it's free. There's no charge. There's no, no charge. Cost.
2: Yeah. No charge. We will have gifts. We will have drawings. But more important than the gifts and the drawings is the education. As Pastor Kirkwood has stated, there are so many title companies and pawn shops in this city that individuals use on a regular and daily basis. And we understand from a financial standpoint, all of the banks understand that when you're looking at what needs to be paid and what has to be paid, there is a gap. The only thing that we will be attempting to do is provide education and resources to help you so that you don't have to keep making those choices of I'm going to this pawn shop or I'm going to this title company or I'm going to this lending or company where the interest rate is upwards of 25 28 percent
0: that's a great point you make there jerry because so many people and sometimes very innocently they look at these title loan companies thinking that this could be a quick fix or a help in a current situation and they do not realize the trap that's waiting
1: for them. yes i mean a big trap it's a big trap that's why i'm so excited when you look all those banks everybody on that did you hear that All of those individual banks coming together to help guide. What they're saying is, we want to do business with you. Come and let us show you how to get in position to do business. That's what they're basically saying. And we're going to show you free. All right. How to walk in relationships with the banking institution, with the financial institutions. And that is huge. Yes. That is so huge.
0: And, you know, some of these financial dreams we're talking about is not only personal for home ownership or buying a new car. I've got friends that have great ideas for company startups that could be quite successful. Yes. And could also be a, a magnet to help draw other people out of their financial problems. It could create new jobs.
2: Absolutely. So
0: coming together like this, Jerry, is a great thing.
2: It's a wonderful thing. We are also interested in helping small business owners and entrepreneurs achieve their dreams because when you develop or create economic opportunities within neighborhoods and communities, it helps not only that community, but it helps this entire city. So we want to let people know that, and I also understand that there's a lot of reluctance And sometimes there's fear in going to banks because they've been told or they've heard that the bank won't help you, the bank won't do this. Closed mouths don't get fed. And the only thing you have to do is come to this community event and find out what you can do and what is possible.
0: That's a great word. You know, there's a lot of talk and a lot of pressure often goes to the mayor's office about why he's not or she's not, whoever he is in the case, in the mayor of any city or municipality helping to bring new commerce in or get new big corporations to come in. And those are good. We need those. Don't right. get me wrong. But there is a untold wealth of uh, new startups that people just need a helping hand. Absolutely. And guidance on how to do that that could create homegrown businesses right here, as we've mentioned. Right. Uh, Budgets, helping people do that. How important is that?
2: Budgets and helping people do budgets is key and critical to sitting down and putting on paper, not in your head, but actually documenting on paper how much money you have and where it's going. I can talk to 10 people in the course of a day and 9 out of 10 will tell me that they know where every dollar of their money is being spent. But when you put it on paper and they recognize that they're spending money to buy things that can be deferred to get them where they want to be, it's an eye-opener and it's a game-changer. It's simply a matter of, I've heard before, a goal is nothing but a dream that hasn't been put on paper. And if it's not something that you can see, if it's not tangible – You'll forever in your mind think, I have enough money, but there are other circumstances and situations that are going around that prevent me from getting to where I need to be. We will have counselors there that will help them understand this is where your money is going. We will have organizations there that will let them know that there are resources if you want to start a business. I think once we find one organization in the city that we feel is the answer to everything, that's the only way we go without realizing that you just can't throw it up against the wall and see what happens. You have to understand that there are other groups. Yeah, and Jerry, this
0: takes us back again, and Colonel, to a biblical principle in the New Testament. But it talks about who will sit down and consider the cost when they want to build something.
1: Yes. You know, yes.
0: and lay it out. Put the pin to
1: it. Right. Yes, yes. What right. man go to war without first counting up the cost, what it's going to cost him, right. uh, making a budget to afford This is just going to be an awesome event with a lot of knowledge going around. I often tell people that Memphis is a great city with great opportunities. Here's what you see. All of this collaboration coming together, these banks, individual banks coming yes. together, not in competition with one another, but to do a good thing for the city.
0: I don't think I've ever seen this much collaboration in one event. Maybe so. When I see all of these together, let's remind our friends now, in order to attend this free event, you're encouraged to go register, sign up so they can get a headcount. It helps out. At Eventbrite is the website.
2: Eventbrite is the website. You can go there and actually sign up to attend. Or if you don't and you wake up Saturday morning on June the 9th and say, I want to attend, you're encouraged to do so. We want to, irrespective of how you get there, we want you there. We are pumped, we are primed, and we are loaded with information to help. Anyone in this city that wants to just move the needle on where they are to where they want to be. Because when we move the needle and we are helping more individuals in this community to live a better life, it makes it a better Memphis for everybody. And then there's no one pointing the finger at who didn't do and what didn't happen. Because now you are a part of the solution, helping Memphis to become a better city.
0: And not only when you wake up on that Saturday morning, June 9th, and realize you haven't registered, you can even sleep in a little bit because the event doesn't start until 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Absolutely. 10 until 1. Yes. Free event at Mississippi Boulevard Church, located there at 70 North Bellevue in Memphis. People have more questions. Is there a phone number or a way to contact to ask anything that we haven't talked about today? Do you know, Colonel? Yes. Yeah,
1: it's a phone number. Phone number, you can uh, reach out 501, error code 501 412 3768. Then we have a Facebook page. What is it uh,
2: CRA, Memphis CRA Association. Yeah,
1: Facebook yes. page. Go to it and like it and yes. share it. Because this is just, I'm just real excited about this. I was telling my wife, I've told my daughter, I've been telling my friends and sharing with pastors, send your people to this. Send your people to this credit fair. We got to get our young people's credit straight. We got to get our old people's credit mm-hmm. straight so that they can really be able to go out And do some of the things that they want to do. So I'm just excited. It's just a beautiful thing. It's what you see when unity comes into play. That's what I look when I saw all those banks coming together. That was unity for a good cause to strengthen the lives of men. That is huge. That is beautiful. That's what's going to be taking place on that Saturday. And when you look at it, you will think, man, you know, that's just some people going there talking about finances. But finances touches everybody. All right. And what you do with your money can hurt you or it could really benefit you in such a way from generations to the next generation. You don't have to always be poor and you don't have to always be without, you know, if you just come and Learn how to let your money work for you, what to do, how to delay buying the hamburger so that you can go and do something and save that money for something that you've been hoping for, how to reach it, how to grab it. So I'm excited about this. This is going to be awesome. I, I just love this lady because she is so much about the business. She pulled me in. I'm like, man, this is awesome. And the rest of the crew that's working on this event, they are so excited about it. You know?
0: See how it worked, Jerry? He got so excited, and I caught the bug, too. I was yes. Like, what? Oh, excited. I said, we've got to
1: talk about this, you know? Yes.
0: Absolutely. So glad that both of you were able to stop by today's show. Again, friend, it is the Better Credit, Better Communities Credit Fair coming to Mississippi Boulevard Christian Church. And that's just the venue where it's going to be held at. You don't have to be a member of this church, although members are encouraged to come. We want members from churches all across all
1: across the city, the, the city to be able to come
0: out. 70 North Bellevue on Saturday, June 9th, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Oh, a shout-out, by the way, to J. Lawrence Turner, my friend, who just got his doctorate. He's now Dr. J. Lawrence Turner, pastor at Mississippi yes, Boulevard. Yes, he's wonderful. been working on that doctorate, and he's got it. He's and finally I'm, got I'm it. so proud of him. So shout out to Dr. Turner now. He worked really hard for that, too. I mean, when you're trying to pastor a church, raise a family, and do that, that's incredible. Jerry, thank you so much for stopping by. I'm looking forward to us to staying in contact and Absolutely. keep listeners informed with other events similar to this in the future.
2: I would love to be a conduit for letting you know and speaking with anybody that you feel needs our assistance. Right. It, it's humbling, and it's a blessing. Now, if somebody wanted to contact blessing. you, how could they do that? They can reach me at Area 901-756-2848.
0: And Colonel Ford of the Memphis Christian Pastors Network, there is a Facebook page, a website.
1: Website, Memphis cpn.org as our website page and uh, you can communicate with me on that
0: alright well friends that's all the time we have on this edition of South Viewpoint thanks for stopping by I'm Byron Tyler we'll talk to you next time bye bye
1: thank
2: you bye thank you